I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Silence, children. Silence. First an announcement. We have a treat for you guys today. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Who am I? What is this realm? What is up there in the night sky? Where is the edge to this beautiful flat earth? Is the ocean blue because the sky is blue? Is the sky blue because that's God's favorite color because he's a boy? These are some of the questions that keep me and Baxter up at night. We go back and forth trading our thoughts and feelings. The other night we were talking about what if our feet were our hands and our hands were our feet? I mean, the randomness of it all. It's just astonishing. And now... Hey, Sam. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, this is... Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Wednesday morning, the 20th of February. Hey, kids. Hi. I'm a little out of breath. Out of breath? Yeah. Doing your uh, morning mile or whatever you run? (laughs) It felt like it. I'm a, uh, I'm an out, I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm really good at being a neighbor. I'm an outstanding neighbor. You want to live next door to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, uh, no late nights, uh, no parties. No people going in and out. Very considerate when it comes to my dog outside. I'm right out there on him if he barks at something. Mm-hmm. You'll get forty dollars. Anyone who stops anyone by your door. Anyone, sure. anyone gets forty mm. bucks. Mm. Right, exactly. Uh, keep the place up. Keep it neat. Keep it trimmed. Keep it clean. Ew, that we're talking about your neighbor. <laughs> we're talking about my house. Talking about <laughs> house. Yeah. And um, I've gotten in the uh, in the habit of as a favor to my uh, for my neighbor who lives directly across the street from me because he and his wife are both out a lot. I've gotten into the habit of pulling the packages off of their porches when uh, deliveries are made ah, and they're gone. You steal their porch, Amazon porch boxes. Virus. No, I'm not stealing them. I'm trying to avoid them being stolen. Right, so you take Be- them. No, because I hang on to them, and then when they get home, I give them back their packages. So, After you've used it. Right. No, not at all. I don't After open any of the boxes. I rewrapped don't know what, it. No, I don't know what they are. I don't, <laughs> nothing like that. So I help them out, right? So he, he took the family to Disneyland uh, this week with their little boy, and uh, he texted me when he left, and he said, I, think, I don't think anything's coming, but if you wouldn't mind, just keep an eye on the porch. I said, sure, no problem. So the first day, three packages showed up. Oh. And I went over and got them. Two days later, five packages. Why? <laughs> and I went over. By that. the way, these are all drugs. This is how every locked up abroad happens. <laughs> oh, I swear so to God, true. I feel like he must be a doomsday prepper or something. Because <laughs> how can one family of three get so many deliveries? Uh, I mean, why not just write El Chapo on the return address? Right. <laughs> also, why did he not have 
any idea that many packages were coming in the first two days. You've only given us two days, right? Yes, I don't know. So a couple of other scattered packages came throughout the week. And then last, well, last night I was already in bed because of the time difference. He he texted me while I was already in bed around 930 or something like that. And he said, hey, sorry to bother you, but I just got a a UPS notice that a a bunch of stuff was delivered (laughs) on my porch. Would you mind running over and getting it? Now, at what point am I being taken advantage of, first of all? It's, that shouldn't be my full-time job, no. right? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound like it's your full-time job. So I was already asleep, so I saw that this morning. So when I just went downstairs to make my cup of tea like I do before we go on, I looked out on his porch, and there were seven packages, <laughs> two of which pure Colombian cocaine, two of which were big enough to put a person in. Okay. Oh, no. I mean, you couldn't see their front door. Dude, there's the something going on st- here. Yeah. The, ba- the boxes were stacked so high. So I went out, and here, this was right before we went on. I mean, I can't believe I'm still not out of breath. So I went on, <laughs> went over, went over there, and started bringing packages back like a freaking drug mule, <laughs> which you are now. <laughs> it took me four trips oh. back and forth across the street to try to get all of these packages. Two of which were so heavy that I almost couldn't lift them. Again, I have to remind you, he said there wouldn't be a lot of packages. Right. <laughs> right. You've, you're at like 20 now. Yes. Oh is, my. is this guy buying bricks on the internet? Like, what could be so yeah, he's, heavy? He's getting bricks, Bean, but it's not <laughs> It's not a brick. Mm. It's cocaine. I see yeah. what you're saying. And yeah. heroin. Boxes of which you now have in your house. Is your neighbor, uh, is his last name Escobar? <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, he's a professor at Tulane University. Uh, so, is, a, so is Walter White. Which is a great That's cover, a by the way. A great cover if you want to run a drug empire. Mm-hmm. But I just I say I, open one of them. I'm not going to open any of them. Just packages. to be safe. What, I mean, can we at least go over some return addresses? I don't have them in front of me, obviously, so I don't know. They're downstairs just barely inside the front door because I couldn't move them any further. <laughs> I think we do a little strike. Instagram Live today, and you go downstairs, and we have a look. Because we need to know if you're going to jail or not. That's important. Yeah. Just three trips across the street at freaking 7.15 in the morning, though, lugging these packages. I almost <laughs> thought I have to wake, wake Donna up to get to help her help me carry some of them. Also him alerting you, hey, man, seven up. Uh, there's uh, seven at the door. Go, go check them out for me, please. Like, he went from saying there's no packages to basically, you're his B, man. Yes. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I am, and this bitch, by the way. <laughs> I mean, right, that too. I meant boo, yeah. I meant you guys are doing <laughs> oh, oh, I see. We're lovers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he essentially is just ordering me around. So now he's living the good life in, at Disneyland. Because he doesn't want to receive drugs. Mm-mm. And I'm up here doing all of, all of his hard labor. And if anybody gets busted for the drugs, it's you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably this guy's got a, a genius. Yeah, he's got a Nest camera. Oh, so yeah. he'll be like, I didn't even accept those. I don't know what you're talking about. He's, in the, ha- he, yeah. he's in the happiest place on earth. For sure. Yeah, you're not. Literally. You're so, going to be in jail. So I'm the fall guy. Totally. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. If a drug-sniffing dog walks down the street, man, right? he's probably just going to drop dead. <laughs> What's coming out from under my door? What if he's actually just ordering more and more stuff now to get you to go? Just to like, watch him. That'd be nest. funny. Yeah. He and his wife are up. <laughs> look, at this, look at this. He's laughing. going. He's in the morning. He's going. He's picking up the boxes that I didn't think he could pick up. It's like the way people look at their dogs on their vacations <laughs> at, the, at the boarding place. It's just, it's crazy how heavy this, like, I'm trying to think, you know, I've ordered my fair share of stuff on Amazon over the years, but I don't remember ever ordering anything as heavy as some of All right. What does he do for a living? Money. He's a professor. A professor at Tulane University. Mm. Okay. I just I can't imagine what you would buy. What can you buy on Amazon that's super super heavy? 
Rocks. Just straight I mean, up that, rocks. Is, that is but, one option. But that seems like the type of thing you'd buy from someplace else locally and have them oh. bring them over to you in a truck. I mean, what's super heavy on Amazon? I'm really troubled by this now. No, wait. Are you for sure all of them are from Amazon? No, I'm not. I mean, oh, that's that a, that's that's pretty much I opens it up. It's a stretch. Yeah, it is a stretch. I just I can't imagine what they're getting that, that that's so difficult to lift. Uh, I am I still fascinated by his uh, appraisal at the beginning that there would be none. Oh no, right. that's that's definitely a, like a front. There's something wrong with that. Yeah, right? yeah. He was setting I, you up. I took care of it. Not going to be any any problems on my side of the street. <laughs> but when's he come back? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Did you say you don't know? I don't know. I mean, he went to Disneyland with his kid. I thought that would be like a two or three day thing, but he's been gone at least a week now. Oh no! Maybe he's in protective custody, or he's in Mexico, or something like that. Yeah, he's like, he just, got the my, country. just got my phone back. There's seven on the de- on the doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I'm hoping he comes back because we're going to kiss on Friday night, and I was counting on him to come let Linus out while we're at kiss. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a hell of a life going on. It's going to be hard to do that in handcuffs. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Guys, I, I think I need an attorney. <laughs> I, I just woke Don't up. Don't say and anything a, else. It was just another day. I think I may need representation now. This is, this is a sad turn of events. I am a sucker. This is pretty good, actually. I, I am That'd a terrible honest. neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you started by saying you were a great neighbor. Well, you were taking re- the guy's drugs into your house. I mean, what better neighbor could you be? Yeah, I guess that makes me good for him. Not yes. so much for, for me, though. No, God, no. Okay, well, this could be the last show, then. Let's make it a good one. He's All getting right. a tattoo. He's going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about today's Kevin Beach show, shall we? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, so you're like the funniest person that ever lived. Uh, speaking of Bean's uh, tattoo of Queen Elizabeth, which, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you were to believe him, is real. It is real. We're going to talk to a uh, tattoo artist, Louis Great. Perez III. Mm-hmm. Jensen, he did your work? He's in a lot of my work, yes. Okay. Bean has many questions. He has many answers. I don't know anything about getting a tattoo. We're going to get a uh, Jesse Smollett update because the story's moving too fast for me. I can't keep up with it. I can't figure out what... It's a real ticker. It's the latest (laughs) in that story. is the most bizarre story ever. Yeah. I I woke up this morning to news that he has previously lied to the authorities. Oh, I didn't even see that. How about that? that? That's how fast it's moving. Wow, that's crazy. Um... We're going to try something new called Mouthguard News. <laughs> what? I'm hoping the Hall of Fame just listens live. Mouthguard uh, News yeah. on today's show. Uh, the top 10 TV shows you're not watching. Uh, baby showers are nonsense and towels. What's up? <laughs> I mean, it's right up there with nut talk and what kind of apples you eat. It's that kind of stuff that tears the show apart. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. What's happening? Well, yesterday we talked about uh, Jessica Jones and The Punisher being canceled. Mm -hmm. Uh, Netflix has also canceled the third season of Friends from College. That's the ensemble uh, um, comedy. Keegan-Michael Key, Fred Savage, Nate Faxon, Kobe Smulders. I had heard good things about that. It's interesting because the first season was so bad and people were like, no one's likable in this. And then they tried to make the second season more likable. Mm-hmm. And I guess it wasn't as likable. So nobody really watched it. <laughs> so they canceled it. That's a good cast, though. It's a yeah. great cast for sure. But here's why I'm telling you about all these negatives. Because through the negatives, through the ashes, rises a phoenix. Wow. A positive Happy Phoenix. In the form of Netflix 
getting the children's hospital team back together. Oh, awesome. It's a 10-episode straight-to-series order for Medical Police. It's a half-hour scripted comedy starring Aaron Hayes and Rob Hubel, and it's from the same creative team as the former Adult Swim favorite. Love USA, it. So. USA, right? USA. Yeah. The U.S. wins here. It's written and executive produced by Rob Corddry, uh, Kristen Johnson, uh, Krister Johnson, excuse me, Jonathan Stern and David Wayne. That's three-fourths of the team behind Children's Hospital. Here's what it's going to be. Revolves around two American physicians that, again, Aaron Hayes and Rob Hubel. They're stationed at a pediatric hospital in Brazil. They discover a civilization-threatening virus and are recruited as government agents in a race against time around the world to find a cure to uncover a dark conspiracy. USA! Yeah. USA! 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 Whoa. Yes. Uh, some favorites will be back, like Lake Bell, Rob Corddry, Ken Marino. They're all going to have guest star roles. So Can't wait. Excited for that, you guys. That's fantastic. They once on the Old Trims Hospital, I think about it all the time. They one time had a bit where Rob Hubel was like, I'm going on vacation to Brazil next week. I won't be able to come in. And then they did one shot in Brazil. <laughs> That's you, so funny. Really? Do you think yeah. it was all leading up to this? I, I don't know. I just think it's so funny. They flew everyone down to get a real shot of Brazil. It was definitely a real shot 100%, of Brazil. Hundred percent. Oh, yes. they're stupid. Fantastic. So you can't fake Brazil. You can't. <laughs> they, they, they like made sure he walked up and down a, like a stairs. They made sure they had a really far shot. What the <laughs> it hell? Was just for thirty seconds. That's amazing. That's a hell of a setup for this. But what if that was the setup. Yeah, that'd be pretty Like, cool. Rob Cortry's like, you know what? In a couple years, <laughs> we're going to do a whole show where he's in Brazil. Yeah. Oh, it would be just like them. That's amazing. <laughs> we have got to get somebody Agree, in yeah. and talk about that immediately, if not sooner. You guys. How could we be sooner than immediately? Yeah, it's just a saying. Okay. I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow uh, thinks she's a bit too old for more Marvel movies. It's not often you hear you hear a woman saying that. Usually. True. Women are saying, I'm not too old for that movie. But she sat down with Variety and she said, uh, you know, she's been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe since it began as Pepper Potts, who's Iron Man's secretary and eventual girlfriend. But in that interview, she said she's planning on retiring the character after the summer's Avengers Endgame. Nothing she's- sadder than a woman over 27. In it. Was that Ken Marino, too, <laughs> yeah, saying that? It was. And in it, uh, in this article, she says, I mean, I'm a bit too old to be in a suit and all that at this point. What? As opposed to all the dudes surrounding you in those movies. That are like 55, right. 60. Right. Come on, Gwyneth. I she is know. good in that in that role. Pepper? Yep. Pepper? She, she has to spend time focused on goop. Yeah, true. Might be it. Got that new show coming out and everything. You're just a woman with a small brain. With a brain a third the size of us. It's science. <laughs> Everything's coming up goop. Do you care? All right. Um... You guys, I, I, I don't want to say I willed this because I didn't. Okay, then why would you start that way? Because when I did the story last week about Lady Gaga and her fiance Christian Carino possibly not together anymore, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't want it to happen. Yeah, but you willed it to happen. Okay, they're not together anymore. Yeah. So, Way to go, Allie. So you so, caused that? I caused it. Okay. And then Bean was like, oh, now she can be with 
with Bradley because what's he doing with his dumb girlfriend, baby mama? And then he looked her up and he was like, nope, he's staying yeah, with her. She was Irene a shake, and I realized that Bradley Cooper should stay with her for as long as he can. He should hang on by his fingernails. So hopefully they were listening to that as well, so they're still together. Because we we have a lot of power. Usually that's how it works. On this apparently. show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, sad times for Lady Gaga and her fiancé, Christian Carino. They have called off their engagement. He still does appear to be... Um, her CAA agent, though, so that's that's got it. That won't soon, be awkward, right? No. That's that's got to finish up. It's I'm going to uh, ask a question that causes for uh, inappropriate speculation. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lady Gaga seems like a lovely woman, very talented. Mm-hmm. Seems like she'd be a tough girlfriend to have. Tough date. You think she's high maintenance? I do. Yeah. Is it uh, the meat dress? <laughs> or what about her as high maintenance? I don't get that idea. I get the idea that she's sort of a high maintenance performer, mm-hmm. but doesn't seem to me like she would be a bad date. I, I think I, she. I think I she's think dramatic. She very. That's the word. Okay. Dramatic. She's super she, dramatic sure. and hyper emotional. It seems like all the time, and I know that's not fair to say because all the time means only when we see her in public. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. She seems like she'd be a lot of work. Plus, she's super successful and talented, and who well, wants that? In a, in I a want that. Time? I love that part. Yeah, of whatever. That's the part you hate. That no. she's more successful than you be. Oh my God. That's my dream is to have a, <laughs> the richest, most successful woman in the world. Then that oh, can just be a boy oh, toy. Oh no, then she's dramatic sometimes on stage. <laughs> right? He's <laughs> never seen her in private, ever. In interviews, though. Interviews. That's, that's not, not on stage. private. I'm just saying, she. it's a feeling I get that she's high maintenance and dramatic. Listen, you guys think maybe she's you not? should date Lady Gaga for a while before you start making these assumptions. Bing. I said at the beginning that I was sheer speculation. You get a feeling about some people based on the limited amount of information you have. Look, I'm a fan. I wish her nothing but the best, but I just I'm glad I don't have to go out with her. I think you'd like it. I think that. she would bring home plenty of money and you could just do your drug thing with your neighbor. <laughs> I am, <laughs> it all I am happy out. about that part. Yeah, all works out. All right, let's wrap this up because Bean hates successful women. I don't Some at all. birthdays for you. <laughs> Miles Teller, Charles Barkley. If you really suck at something, you probably shouldn't do it. Hmm. Very. Too late. Too late, Chuck. Too late. <laughs> Cindy Crawford, Trevor Noah, Rihanna, and Chelsea Peretti. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, uh, quick reminder, tomorrow, uh, definitely make plans to join us because the very talented actor, writer, uh, comedian, Stephen Merchant is going to be in studio with us. And our old friend Cal Penn as well. All right. That's Cal- a one-two punch right there. Cal Penn knows Obama. He does. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. He used to work for that administration. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. And he's a good actor, too. So that's tomorrow right here on K-Rock. First, though, I uh, came across this uh, story yesterday on Ranker.com, which is a uh, website that is set up. uh, Well, there's no secret why I have it bookmarked, because it's all lists all the time. You know how I feel about lists? Sure, you love them. And I thought this one was really interesting because, uh, you know, Jensen, you have pointed out so often that we live in a world of too much TV. Clearly. Too much TV. Yes. Can't fit everything in that you'd like to watch. I want to watch it all. I want to watch it all. It's a golden era. It is. is the best time of television, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm missing too much of it because there's too much TV. Yeah, that's right. There have never been more places to go. If you only had Netflix and nothing else, you couldn't keep up with all the shows. Still too much. Just on Netflix. Yeah. Then you throw in your Amazon and your Hulu and you throw in the 500 cable channels and you throw in all of the streaming services and everything else. There's too much TV. You know that, so, you know, do you know that Lyft has programming? What? Lyft? The Lyft, ride service? The car? Yeah, Billy Eichner has a, does 
on on the street with Billy, whatever. He does it on Lyft. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I huh. do know that I have to buy gas when I don't need it to keep up with the shows at the gas pub that they that they oh, show every time yeah, I'm there. Those are, those are great. So this is a list of the best current TV shows that no one is watching. And when they say no one, they mean why aren't these shows smash hits because they're so good. Obviously, all of these shows have some people watching, but not enough mm-hmm. in the opinion of the people who nominate them and then upvote them. Uh, number one, not available on the list, Allie. I'm sorry to say. The list cut off right Oh, before, that's too bad. Right at uh, number it's two. It's nice so, to know number huh. one, but let's just yeah. start yeah, with number two. Yeah. So I, I don't know what number one let's is. Let's just say number one. I don't know what the... obviously Peaky Blinders. Just say it. I mean, just it say is it. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> it is Peaky Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> the, sh- the best oh. show that you're not watching is Peaky Blinders, Thank according you. to Rick. At least they know we're not watching it. Well, yes. good people watch it. People that love great television and have four series to watch because it's incredible. Series five comes out later this is year. Is it on BBC? Uh, it America? is, but uh, no, it's on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Okay. Allie has not spent one day Mm-mm. on the Kevin and Bean show without mentioning Peaky Blinders in four years. The best show. Number two, Vikings. The Travis Fimmel Vikings show. Uh-huh. Now, I have heard good things about it. I don't Same. watch it. I, I don't saw know it. I, I saw oh, it. you have seen it. I saw it. I liked it, mm-hmm. but it moved a little slowly for me. It, it was... has a incredible fandom, though. It I does. know not a lot of people are watching it, but like the Comic-Con crowd loves Vikings, right. mm-hmm. but I would never watch it because there's too much TV. Yeah. Too much TV. Is that a is that a lot of hunky men running around in sure. Vikings? Is that? Okay. Sure. Um, the 100 which is a show that I know that I have heard about, but had no idea it was still on the if air. If you told me that The 100 was on eight years ago and ran for one season, I'd go, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, I can't still be on. Is it still on? I mean, I still watch it. <laughs> yes. I do. I think it's like seven seasons or something, do right? I Do I watch every episode? No, but I probably watch three out of four. Do 100 people leave and disappear, and then they come back? They come this, back... Oh. Doesn't this matter. is a nuclear. You're not going to watch it. A I, nuclear I know, war. I'm trying or something, to figure out right? how long it's been on. Oh, it's coming back for season six. Six oh seasons. My God. In I don't even know it's yep. on TV. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Returning for season six, April 30th. Well, that one I'm watching. All right. Uh, number four of the shows that are so good, why aren't more people watching it? Pull Dark. What? what? Oh, you sure. just, yeah. You just made that it's up. It's a British show. What British is it? British show. Yeah. My wife watches mm-hmm. it. I know that for a fact. P-O-L-D-A-R-K. It's somebody's name. Poldark, it's called. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I You've support, never heard of that one, huh? I Doesn't know. Both of, you're just making up words now, Poldark. right? Poldark. What's your uh, favorite? Never, hey, ask me my favorite TV show. What's your favorite TV show, Judson? Paul Dark. <laughs> it doesn't even sound it's natural. It's real. It's old timey. Uh, number five. Another one I think Kevin watches, and maybe a little chip too. Uh, Preacher. Watched. Yeah. Watched. I love the comic book. For a while, it was confusing just for confusing sake, and I'm not a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dave has stuck with it and said that it's gotten better. Okay. But I don't know. There's too much time. There's too much TV. Yeah, you're too right. Much too much TV. Now, number six is one that I've never seen, don't know anything about, but I do know that it seems to be in, like, Entertainment Weekly all the time with a rabid fan base that's always trying to keep it on the air, and it's called Timeless. Oh, yeah. First of all, a guy on Preacher is also on Timeless. No no one knows he's on TV. (laughs) It's my friend Malcolm. Now I feel so sad. (laughs) He's like, seriously, I'm an actor. I've got shows on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, very embarrassing yesterday for me to ask Ernie Hudson if he would like to be in a series. And he's like, I'm currently on two that are on the air right now. (laughs) Too much TV. Too much TV. TV. Even Ernie Hudson. Right. right. Number seven is one we, I think, we can all agree on. I Hot know Kevin streets. and I were, were huge fans <laughs> of iZombie. I, I Dark. iZombie is... iZombie. Wait, it's still on? 
Yes, it's still on. What? It's I... in its final season. Wow. Getting ready to come up on its final season. That's a great show. That is a great show. Way. iZombie. But I, unfortunately, I dropped it sometime back because why? Too much Too TV. Much TV. Yep. Uh, number eight, uh, Outlander. Heard that, of it? To me, that's like Vikings. Yeah, okay. I think it's popular. It has a fandom, but I don't know. I think anything that's about a big it. lady show. I think that's a ro- like a super romantic old timey show. I think uh, number <laughs> much number I think nine is the best. I think it <laughs> no, because it's. I think it's like people from the seventeen hundreds or something like that. It's a big sweeping. Yeah, love it's story like a World War Two Scotland type. Like I said, seventeen hundreds. Seventeen hundreds. It's yeah. on the Stars Network. <laughs> uh, number nine. Uh, Kevin, this sounds like one you might know. I don't. Lucifer. Oh, you know what? She's transported back to 1743. Oh, look at that. Oh, there you go. There you go, B. You were It's a time travel show. Yeah. Okay. I don't know uh, that show, B. I've heard about it a lot. I think it's a, a CW show. Because you love, uh, you, it's a Fox show. You love oh, um, <laughs> d- 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 uh, Satan and the vampires and the devils and all that kind of stuff. Sh- sure. Uh, Lucifer, anyone? Got anything on that? Number no, nine? I no. thought that was canceled, like, quickly. No? No, it is still on the air. Wow, that's no crazy. Way. I mean, that's what this list says, is these are the best current shows yeah. that you're not watching. Three, season, right. three seasons on Lucifer, and, still going. And number 10 is The Last Kingdom. Don't know that's a show. Don't know that. Don't know that one either. A couple of other ones further down on the list, by the way, uh, that I think would be worth mentioning. Uh, Into the Badlands is at number 18. <gasps> love it. It's coming back soon. For its final season, which we love. Uh, Ali Atlanta is on this list at number nineteen. Okay, everyone's in. No, not no, a, it was like the number one show on the FX the yeah, f- first not, couple seasons. I think they're saying like There's compared only been to two seasons. Big Bang or whatever. Like it's not a lot of people watching it. Well, right, that's uh, insane. Fear the Walking Dead number twenty five, which is a show I never hear anything about, although I know it's still on. Dave will be happy. You're the worst. Number twenty seven. That's his favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, Billions number thirty two. Great show on Showtime. You guys watching that? I Damian would love Lewis, to. Paul Giamatti, Maggie Siff. Would yeah. love to. Don't. Too much TV. So great. And Ali, I'll close with one more. Life in Pieces is on this list. What? That's still on the air? What is Life in Pieces? That's the Colin Hanks show. Oh, I love Colin, but what, you know, uh, there's too much TV, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So yesterday, late in the show, Allie, you were bringing us a story about uh, Princess Markle. Yeah, Meghan, Meghan Markle. Markle was coming to America to have her baby shower. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, if you're her friend, you you go to the woman that's pregnant. You go to her home base. But I was saying, Ooh, can you imagine how awful a baby shower with the queen would be? And then we started talking about how awful baby showers are. In general, they're the worst and no one likes them. 
And you and uh, I don't uh, go to anything, as you know. I don't go to I don't go to weddings. I don't mm-hmm. go to baby showers. I don't go to birthday parties. But is there an obligation if your friend is having a baby to go? Do you kind of feel like you have to go? One hundred percent. Oh, you yeah. do. It's it's but, other than you know them getting married. They say it's the biggest moment of their. But life. all women know that they pretty much hate these, right? Well, and then no. you have some friends that try and make it a little more fun, so okay, they don't well, have the dumb games. They tend to have an open bar. They they tend to do more for the people there, which is nice. They explain don't, the uh, um, some of the games. Yes, yeah, uh, one of the ones is uh, <laughs> you have different foods in a diaper, so you can have like chocolate, you could have peanut butter, you could have all different things, and then you pass it around and you have to smell it with a blindfold on and then write down what the smell is and then you win. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, what do you Why win exactly? You, sometimes there's little prizes. Why sometimes. would that game have ever been invented? Like why who thought that was a good idea to pass a dirty diaper? Uh, someone named Jenny in Des Moines? I don't know. It's just this is just what we have to this deal seems with. Like a nightmare. And then we all sit there while you open each individual gift and we pretend we're Stoked on the same onesie in different colors for hours. <laughs> awful. It's awful. I just want you to know, I have a baby coming in July. Uh-huh. We have officially opted out of a baby oh, shower. Oh, God bless nice. you. Officially, we, yeah. we will have a small thing for very, very close family. Mm-hmm. Just go out to dinner, yeah. talk it out, and if you want to give us a gift, you can give us a gift. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then we might have, just to throw it out there, mm-hmm. we may have something where in the first three to six months of the baby's life. You can come by. We'll have the house open for a couple hours. Come by, meet the baby. It's nice. That's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a low-pressure sitch. Yeah, give him a sickness. Do I have to put on a blindfold and smell a diaper? <laughs> At any point. That is a, a fetish for me. That's the after That has party. nothing to do with the baby. Yeah. All right, so as awful as all of this sounds, and, mm-hmm. and it really does sound awful, <laughs> then assistant producer Christine weighed in, and she said that she not only went to a baby shower this past weekend, but that it was... Co-ed. Yeah, it was awesome, you guys. And, and I'm sorry, I understand, as I pointed out yesterday, I understand that both people are having a baby, but the baby shower is just a lady thing. It has to just be a lady what, thing. What? There's no reason for the husband or the father to be You just there. spent, I don't know, five minutes talking about how awful it is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why does it have to be the girls that have to suffer being... Because the, so you're saying you got to take us down with you? Right. Yes. That's ridiculous. Yes. That's not an argument. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely. saying yes. No, this shower was awesome, you guys. It was so, so no, fun. No, it wasn't. I don't know anything about it, but it wasn't awesome. Well, that's why you're about to tell me that it was more of a party atmosphere, 100%. right? 100%. See, that's the difference. Those are good humans that you know. So um, the my, my friend Marcus, who um, he works at the NFL Network with Matt Money Smith, mm-hmm. and I've known him since we were teenagers. So it was a bunch of guys who were so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all his friends were there were my friends. Mm-hmm. I didn't know one of her girlfriends. Okay. So if it had just been just girls, it would have just been a bunch of girls I didn't know. And that would have, I mean, been fine. I would have shown so up and given a present. So you were guys were there because you knew people. Yeah, and it was so fun. We were just hanging out. That doesn't it make it fun bar. for the guys. And by the way, we could do that anywhere. By the way... Um, it doesn't have to be for a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, one of the, the friends of the show, Adam Rank, also from NFL Network, mm-hmm. was texting me last night saying the guys are 100% wrong. This shower was awesome. Because it wasn't a baby shower. That was a get-together to, with exactly. guy friends. Did you have to watch them open gifts and stuff? No! Did you have games? Uh, there, okay, there were games, there were gifts, but there were multiple areas. Some people were playing games. So you 
didn't have some, to play a game. No. You didn't have to watch unwrapping. There was a, like amazing food, open bar. It All was right. an awesome time. That's the kind of exception that we will allow. I'm yeah, that's a part. That's just it. for the record, I'm not giving an exception. I think all of these. <laughs> I think all of these things are awful. But at least that one, they catered to the idea that maybe it could be fun for other people. I mean, but you basically weren't at a baby shower. You were in an yeah. adjacent room having a party with a bunch <laughs> right. of dudes. You were, you right. were Coachella. Yeah, right. There's not a baby shower. There are many stages. I mean, this doesn't sound like a baby shower. I mean, it 100% was a baby shower. It was a great time. Her friends were so nice. But what they did was it just kind of made it more casual. So just like any other party, I think that a good party, you allow the flow to happen, right? Okay, so, so the way to make a baby shower great is to make it a, a far away from a baby shower. Yeah. The best yes. part of this baby shower was that it wasn't a baby shower. Right. Yeah. The further away it gets from a baby shower, the better the like, party is. For example, Omar uh, from the show, he had a baby shower, and he made it with, like, a taco cart and, like, beer. Yeah, yeah it sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, it sounds yeah, awesome because it's not party. a baby shower. Yeah, that's not a baby shower. <laughs> that's the best possible scenario. Yes. And his wife wasn't invited, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, there's well, that. Why? The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. How do we uh, come up with mouth guard news, I don't Jensen? Know. How did this happen? This, I already regret this. Uh, <laughs> basically, I think that every once in a while on the Kevin and Bean show, we should know what's going on around the, the world. Mm-hmm. You are still on a probation period, Jensen. I want to remind you, you haven't hit the six months where your salary is guaranteed. Can we, can we switch bits quick or no? Well, I hope you consider that before you pitch this idea. Okay, so oh, no. uh, fast food news. Uh, okay, all right, guys. Here we go. So uh, explain, please. I think the Kevin and Bean, the radio show, should have world news. I know we're not. KNX, but we every once in a while should look at aljazeera.com or cnnworldnews.com. I don't know. We should know what's going on around us. Okay. And I figured that of all things, recently I uh, have been grinding my teeth. Okay. In my sleep. What does that have to Right. How's It'll that all related? Tie in. Okay. I also recently chipped my tooth while grinding. That's how bad I'm oh, grinding. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So you didn't chip that tooth on food? It was just grinding while you were sleeping? E- correct. Yes. Wow. It, it, I mean, uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. That's hardcore. Yes. And so I've been given a full mouth guard, and I, I'm going to put it in, and I'm going to read you the world's news. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we bring you mouth guard news. The world is going to hell in the handbasket. Only one man can deliver the news with integrity, not fake newsness. And a mouth guard. This is Mouth Guard World News with Jensen Karp. I'm already ready. (laughs) Okay, here we go, guys. On the heels of Elon Musk's SpaceX shutting down shop, it appears Israel is aiming to become the fourth country to make a soft landing on the moon. Israel's nonprofit Space IL announced it will launch a spacecraft from Florida's Cape Canaveral Thursday on board a Falcon 9 rocket. The unmanned craft, weighing 1,300 pounds, is standing How much? I'm sorry? I'm sorry, I missed the pounds. How how much are you weighing? 1,300 pounds. Okay. Okay. And standing approximately five feet tall, will begin a seven week send off to the moon. How how many weeks? Seven. Okay. I got to say, just watching the saliva buildup is a whole other aspect of this that people aren't getting. It will send back images of surface and conduct experiments on the images lunar... Images of what? I'm sorry. <laughs> images of the surface. <laughs> conduct experiments. The total cost of the program raised from private donations is $10 million. It's a small fraction of the billion saved by the U.S. space program. <laughs> Good luck to Israel and their solid search to stand on the moon's sacred soil. <laughs> 
This uh, very much reminds me of me doing the morning announcements in high school. <laughs> oh, boy. Were All you right. wearing a mouth, mouth guard then, Bean? No, I just think I just talk like that. Okay. <laughs> a Chinese woman nicknamed the Queen of Ivory and thought to be one of Africa's most notorious traffickers. Where? What is she? She's Africa's most notorious trafficker. Has Listen been, to the saliva. Oh, so much. Do you hear it? Has been sent How could you not? I, I, I'm I, drowning. I need a new mic guard. <laughs> has been sentenced to 15 years in prison. On Tuesday... How much time? I'm sorry. 15 years. Okay. On Tuesday, a Tasmanian court found Yang Feng Glan, a 70-year-old woman guilty of smuggling 860 elephant tusks that authorities say are worth... How many elephant tusks? 860, <laughs> and they say it's worth 6.45 million. The defendants have also logged an appeal. She was arrested after a year-long manhunt which saw her move ivory across the world using ties to China and East Africa. Do you need to swallow or something? <laughs> I feel like... I feel like you're going under, Jetson. <laughs> Let that stand as an example for anyone searching to commit such a heinous act of selfishness. Such a what? Heinous act of selfishness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just have time for one more. British teenager Shamima Begum, who left London in 2015 with two friends to join ISIS. I hope somebody just, their alarm just went off. Sure. I, I don't know what we've even talked about. I've, she joined what? I've regretted making a story about <laughs> ISIS. <laughs> I'm sorry, IPIP? IPIP? Ugh, ISIS in Syria continues to try to now return home, but her lawyer is claiming the UK authorities plan to revoke her citizenship. Her what? Citizenship. They're going to revoke her citizenship. I don't. She's now nineteen. Not year... sure. She's now nineteen years old, and she's giving birth to a baby, and she wants to come home. She says she's no longer the silly fifteen-year-old teenager who. The what? Lives... The what? You gotta swallow. She's no longer what? I can't swallow. <laughs> the silly fifteen-year-old girl who left her home country. But will the UK agree? Only time will tell, but she's certainly in a sticky situation. She's in a what? Sticky situation. This has been Mouth Guard News. That was Mouth Guard World News with Jensen Cart. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right. Allie's going to bring it here. Now let's all be civil, okay? We're friends. We we're have just having to be. A, we're just, yeah. having a, just having a conversation. No, one is, no one's civil no. better than we are. No, I've, I'm, I've lost friends for less. This I'm just saying we need, to under, we need to understand and we need to accept and respect mm-hmm. other people's opinions okay. even if we don't agree That's with them. Stupid. Okay. I know it is, but okay. we got to try here because this is an inflammatory issue here. Yeah. You guys, this all started on Sunday, and I watched it play out in real time on Twitter. What began as a somewhat innocuous tweet from a gentleman that goes by at Advil. He wrote, hello, fellow adults. My girlfriend and I have a question. What is the correct amount of towels to own? I said 10, and she looked at me like I was crazy. We have zero frame of reference on the appropriate amount of towels in a household of two, and I will tell you this. What did you watch play out in real time? This man did not know what he did by tweeting that. I'm telling you, Towelgate 2019 (laughs) is what ensued. So it started off kind of, you know, benign. So a guy wrote back, 10 is appropriate. Next person wrote back, 42. (laughs) 42! Next person writes back, my random rule of thumb, two full sets for each person in the house, plus a full set for each guest you have space for. If you have a dog, you need approximately 100 more. Holy cow! (laughs) And then people were like, the correct answer is whatever's correct for you. But here's where it got into a, a zone that people were like, This is insane. I don't even know who you people are. This is a man that I follow. He goes by at Yashar. 
He tweeted, as a couple, you should own a minimum of the following. 10 bath sheets, 10 bath towels, 10 hand towels, 20 washcloths. Preferably more. And that's when people lost their minds. First of all, the amount of people that didn't know what a bath sheet was. Uh, my hand's up right now, Allie. Okay. I don't know what a bath sheet is. Oh, my God. You people. You monsters. A bath well, you, sheet. you use a towel when you get out of the shower. What well, do you need a sheet Well, that's a normal for? towel. It's not an actual sheet. It's just a bigger towel. Uh, normal towel is about 31 by 57. Why don't they just call it a bigger a towel? A bath sheet is about 40 by 70. Which is more so of a, a beach towel. It's like a beach towel, but yeah. it's a it's bath It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. But people were like, 20 towel. washcloths. I'm telling you, I'm watching this, and I'm like, this is insane to me. 20 seems like a lot of washcloths. It does. I mean, well, how many bathrooms do you have where you need 20 washcloths? Here's the thing. The conversation I then got into that evening at dinner with my friends that were like, what's a washcloth? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And then I thought, okay, they call it something different. Like, in my family, we called it a face cloth. It's a, a little sheet. <laughs> Right? Sure. Not, it's a hand-sized hand towel. Yeah. Sure. And they, one of my friends was like, I don't use a washcloth. To which my friend, who is of a different race than us, said, you white people don't use washcloths. That's been a whole thing that we've discussed. Oh, so, here we go. Oh, yeah. It's on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Race war. Race war's on, everybody. It's going down. It's Why going does it down. have to be white race people? War. Come on. I then find out from my black friend that no white person that she knows knows what a washcloth is, let alone uses it. To which I yell, what are you using? And my friend says, soap in your hand. I yelled in the restaurant, how do you wash your butt? That's a good thing to yell in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I I was blown away by this. Then we all started discussing how many sheet or how many towels we actually do have. I realized I have a huge problem, a okay. huge issue because I not only have a linen closet full of towels, I then have two different uh, areas for towels in my bathroom. Can you bring some of those in because we've got water in the hallways? I I have a lot of (laughs) towels, but the discussion about towels became insane. And 20 washcloths to me is not a big deal because they're one use. You use it in the shower and then you put it in the hamper, you're going to wash it. You don't use a washcloth more more than once because of the bacteria in in the shower. That's disgusting. To which my friend said, no, I use a loofah. You are loofahing your body with extra bacteria every you put a loofah in your crack? What is wrong with you? This is disgusting. This is I'm quite a monologue, you. by the way, and I'm really sitting back and enjoying I it. I wish, honestly, I wish she was wearing the mouth guard. Uh, here's, here's my towel situation because mm-hmm. I wrote it down for this bit. Okay. Master bath, eight bath sheets. Okay. Twelve hand, eight. Eight, 12 hand towels. Okay. I purchased four washcloths mm-hmm. for my shoes. So that I can clean my shoes okay. and not worry about using other people's towels. Okay, wait. So, did you buy any other washcloths? Yes. The only okay. I, no, the, the wash. Okay, I grew up doing what she said, which is mm-hmm. washcloths as soap. Over time, I've stopped doing that because in college I felt ashamed to be doing that for some <laughs> really? reason. Really? Yeah, I was because I, I had the two towels. I had the large towel to wipe myself off, uh-huh. and then one for the soap. But no one else was doing it. Oh, I was see, like, I have three towels. I one towel for my hair, then a bath towel for my body, and then a washcloth for the. 
<laughs> six rag towels are in the master bath. Four dog dry-off towels, mm-hmm. which I didn't know how else to say them. The guest bedroom has eight bath towels, ten hand Holy towels. Holy crap. So that means I have 22 hand towels and 16 bath sheets. Yeah, you've got a problem, too. And then I also have six backup nice towels, and those are just mm-hmm. given from Danielle's house, and we don't want to throw them away. Okay, okay. would you like to hear my, my breakdown? My house is one big towel is what I'm saying. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind, I'm I'm one person. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. when you started giving some early yeah. numbers, is that you're yeah. one person who rarely has visitors I feel like you could get by with one set of towels. <laughs> okay. I have eight bath sheets, 30 towels. <laughs> Stop right there. Yeah. Eight bigger towels, yes. bath sheets. Yeah. And 30. Yes. Towels. 30. And keep in mind that I use a bath sheet and you uh, during a, hostel, a shower. Right? And then, nope, just my home. Okay. And then I have one shower, one towel for my hair, uh, six beach towels. Four microfiber towels for my hair if I want to wear it. beach towels? What is yeah. going on? What is going on? 25 hand towels. 16 oh fancy, also different holiday towels. <laughs> You're the Imelda Marcos of towels. <laughs> Good reference. And Thank you. 30 washcloths. 30? Yeah. Washcloths. Are you running a towel store I, out of your apartment? I, apparently, I have a problem. I admit this is way too many towels. Okay. I admit that. But I also feel like there are people with one set of towels. That's disgusting. What's wrong with Can you? Can I ask another question as yeah. a follow-up? How many bed sheets do you own? Sets. Oh, well, I have two bedrooms. So I would say on each bed probably has four sets of sheets because I have everything from the, the cotton. Then I have flannel sheets and then I have the jersey sheets. So you have different sheets for different seasons. Here in Los Angeles. How do you have room to move, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a big place. But I'm just saying, I know I have a problem, but I think other people have real problems by having too few of towels. I mean, I don't use a washcloth, ever. How do you wipe your butt clean? With, With the soap? You put soap right in. No, you have the the body wash stuff. What do you you squirt it? Yeah, directly into your butt. You sit on it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I don't have a washcloth. Bean? <laughs> of course I have a washcloth. Well, okay, you, you need a washcloth in the shower and you need a washcloth in the it. sink. You this don't is need the conversation. It. Yes, you yes, need washcloths. Yes, you do. You're absolutely you're the one that has to throw away the washcloth every time you use it. Throw it away, I wash it. Okay, I will say this. I will say this. When I went to Europe for the first time, I was like who are these nasty-ass people that aren't washing their butt? Because every hotel did not have a washcloth until my last hotel. And I said to the bartender, I said, hey, I noticed that you guys have uh, washcloths. No other hotel in Europe has had a washcloth. And he goes, well, we cater to Americans. You guys like washcloths. Huh. What? Except for white people, apparently. Well, white <laughs> people that? are nasty. You see that? You see how white people do? How are you? All right. I- we need to take a break. You're First, just squirting in your crack. All right, stand by, Ali. Stand by. We need to take a break. We're out of time for the segment, but we want to include some phone calls on this. Towels WhatsApp is the topic. 1-800-520-1067. We want to hear about you if you have too many towels. We want to hear about you if you have too few towels. And we also want you to convince Kevin that he needs to start using a goddamn washcloth. Oh, my God. How much, how much damage are you, guys, you? How much damage are you guys doing to your b-holes in a one day? <laughs> Holy crap. 1-800- Towels, what's up? up? When we return on K Rock, Kevin and Bean on K Rock, K R O Q. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Allie, you okay? Towel talk, guys. Oh, there's some very concerning things happening on the phone. Towels, what's up, George? <laughs> Hello, Hello, George. Hi there. Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank Good. you. What do you got? So, uh, so uh, about a year ago, I never used washcloth. Oh, for, Yeah. And so my girlfriend, when I used to live with her, um, her whole family has washcloths right there, like uh, on little shelves. And once you're done using them, you throw it in the hamper. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I use washcloths, I realize that your whole body's a whole lot cleaner Cause George. I used to just use the bar of soap, let it set it up, you know, oh. then rinse my body off. George, it's it's life changing, and I'm glad that she introduced oh you to it. Oh my god, and it is life changing. You feel like a baby <laughs> after. Thank you, George. Spread the word <laughs> to baby, everyone. You have baby smooth skin afterwards. Right. Take it easy, George. <laughs> so, what, so George, what's your what message for nice. stanky ass Kevin then? <laughs> oh. You're a stanky-ass white man. <laughs> okay. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway on today's show. Thank you, George. We're doing a Towels What's Up. And, uh, Allie, you, you gave us a rundown of all the towels in your uh, apartment. Yeah. Like, have you totaled them up? I mean, is it like 200? It's a lot of towels. I mean, and a guy just mentioned, he's like, what about kitchen towels? I'm like, oh, God, I didn't count those. <laughs> now you have drawers of those. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alex on Twitter wrote and said, if you're a guest at Allie McKay's house, don't forget your room key when you check out with those 30 towels. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Uh, it, it all came down to washcloths for me and my friends when sure. I found out that one of my friends didn't use a washcloth. Now, knowing that I work with someone that doesn't use a washcloth. I want oh, stank-ass white man? Stank-ass white man. <laughs> so this guy just wrote, uh, thank you, Walkman, on Twitter. I'm protein Kevin Ryder. No washcloth. Saving the environment. Don't you see those signs in hotels about saving millions of gallons of water? Uh, hello, this just in. I wash my towels once a week, as opposed to people that have the same set of towels that are washing them multiple times. So, so I you... win again, stank ass. So you wash your butt. <laughs> wash your butt. All right. Let's it, go to, this uh, is disturbing. Let's go to Charlie in Culver City, please. He's on line four. I think he is also team stank ass white man. <laughs> Good morning, Charlie. Hi, morning. What's up? I, yeah, I'm definitely team no washcloth. I... Just to get across the alley, it seems that she can't picture just creating a nice lather beforehand. We're mm-hmm. we're not squirting the soap directly into like a pot we call our butt crack. Like you <laughs> lather it up, and your hands can accomplish quite a bit of what a washcloth is. And here's my other question: How much damage have you done to that area since 24 hours ago? So now your hands have <laughs> you your stank I mean? butt on it. So it has soap on it. It has soap. I've, 
How much yeah, damage do you have going then, on down there? But I guess the question is, right, who's exactly. soaping the soap? Thank it, you. It's like the Watchmen. Thank you. <laughs> so exactly. do you all use you, the you same put... soap in your shower, or do you each have your own bar of soap? Because I don't want to use oh, your soap oh, if you're stank soap. You know what, Allie, Allie, the, welcome to, like, see, I can't speak for your friend at that all-girls dinner table, but in the man's world, 80 to 85% of what we use is already liquid soap. So it doesn't, we don't have to, we don't have oh, to so use Oh, so you're not using bar soap. You're using body exactly. You know, so, I, I mean, at least I, at least, I don't want to like speak for Kevin and Bean, you know, but I know in the like in, in my world, I grew up in kind of like a like locker room situation, and that stuff is much easier and not reusable. So I'm kind of yeah, that antibacteria as well, it goes away. It goes I don't know. away. You're walking around with butt hands, Charlie. That's all I know. But I'm you butt hands. Butt I may hands, be, Charlie. I may be, thank you for the call, Charlie. I may be old school, but I'm sticking with soap and a washcloth. Thank you, Bean. That's where I'm You're at. You're a good American. Ted writes in, uh, Ted with two Ds, so I don't really trust him, but he says, I feel weird about this now, but I counted as the conversation was happening. I'm a single guy. I have about 40 towels. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I split those between my master and guest bathroom. I also constantly have a pack of 20 washcloths that I regularly mm. throw out and repurchase from Costco after too many uses, so basically those rarely go away. On top of that, every time I travel, I steal a set of large towels from my hotel if they're high quality enough. Uh, Ted, I, I have a lady boner. I learned today I clearly have a problem, says Ted. All right, 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to to Cindy. She's in Whittier. She has very strong all-caps feelings on line six about washcloths. Hey, Cindy. Hey, uh, you have to use a washcloth. And let me tell you where to go. You can go to a big major chain. They sell 18 of them for Mm $377. And every day you can get a fresh one. And, and then when they start to soil, you put them aside and you have cleaning rags, and they go in the rag pile. They are excellent for your car, your floors, your counters. You always use bleach so there's no skin or anything caca on them. Oh, Cindy. <laughs> Cindy took it too far, Cindy. Good morning. <laughs> I support everything Cindy said up until well, Kaka. But, but Cindy, uh, if I could speak on behalf of my client, Mr. Stank S. Whiteman, what, ab- what about him with the with the body soap, with the liquid uh, antibacterial instead, and not using a washcloth? You use, the li- you use the liquid soap on your washcloth. It's yeah. really easy, and I don't even know what to say if you're not using one, you're not getting clean. And then another helpful handy tip, you can go to the 99-cent store, and they have these things. They're like plastic spun together they're like plastic sandpaper and what you can the f are you doing down there <laughs> <laughs> that you need sandpaper cindy i don't think you should sandpaper your pots <laughs> cindy do you need a drill what is what is your washcloth to get super super clean i mean a sandpaper sandpaper okay. to make your washcloth that's clean that's a lot that's a lot that she's on your like side cindy, i know how much caca <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of caca. Okay. Oh, man. All right, okay. let's go to line three because right. we have to. Can yes, we, we have to. I think we have to. This is bonkers. Dennis. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Talos, right. what's up? Uh, so, uh, this is, uh, so, this is for Allie. Mm-hmm. So, we didn't. So, my mom made us wash our bodies with uh, the underwear we took off. Uh, so you were using day, you were using the underwear you just wore as a washcloth. Yes, as a as a as a little kid, 
So we would take we. I keep saying we. I have three sisters, so I. She probably only made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds sanitary. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, so then, so, okay. So not you, only did, did did I not wash my body, but I washed my body with my booty. Uh, yeah. After all, so it was white whitey uh, tidies, so, I assume, right, Dennis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just really good cotton whitey tidies, and then. uh you know, take them off, lather them up, wash them up, and then wash your body with them. So it's kind of like a pre-wash before she did laundry. Oh, damn. Look, you, you did what you had to do back in the Depression. We get it. <laughs> I can't believe he found time to get out of the bread line. This <laughs> is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Allie's here now. Time for the look at what's happening here on a Wednesday. Listen, sometimes we hear from viewers... And, and by viewers, you mean listeners? Yeah, did I say viewers? <laughs> you What's <did>. happening? <laughs> and and it's it's now a visual I don't need. I'm not going to say your name, sir, but you know who you are. Oh, is this, this Randy? This has to, yeah, it's Randy. <laughs> uh, this has to do with towel talk and how shocked I was to find out. Not only do I know, but I work with someone that doesn't clean their butt with a washcloth. Kevin Ryder. This is Randy. Hey, Allie. If I'm weighing in, my two 22-year-old sons and I share a shower. We use no washcloths and only one bar of soap. Yes, bar of soap. Deal with it. No. You deal with it. You deal no. with your stank-ass bar of soap <laughs> and your two dirty butt sons and your dirty butt, Randy. Your two dirty butt sons. <laughs> oh, my God. I, Randy, I didn't need to know that. You seem like such a nice guy. And now I know that you and your sons all have stank-ass. For the record, I think it's very gross. <laughs> oh, really took a turn today, you guys. My disappointment mm -hmm. is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. It's true. Sorry, sir. It's true. <sighs> you guys, Ariana Grande just hit a milestone that hasn't been achieved since the Beatles. I was not aware of that. She swept the number one, number two, and number three spots of the Billboard Hot 100 charts with seven rings, break up with your girlfriend, I'm bored, and thank you next. Not bad, right? Wow, that's amazing. One, two, and three. The last time this happened, back in 1964, for five weeks in March, the Beatles held those spots with Can't Buy Me Love, Twist and Shout, and Do You Want to Know a Secret? All at number one, two, and three. It's a big deal. Yeah. Right? Sure. Hasn't happened since then. What the hell's then? going on here? Right? Well, I'm telling you. Uh, it came close with Drake, though, uh, last year. But he only had the number one, number two, and number four. <laughs> Loser, uh, right? Loser. Right? Nice up. for what? Nonstop and God's plan. But pff, no number three. Please. Loser. By the way, uh, Halsey has number four on that uh, Billboard chart, and she'll be our in-studio guest along with Youngblood, her her boyfriend and partner on the new 11 Minutes single. She'll be joining us Friday morning here on the show. Excellent. You guys, uh, have you seen the reviews for a little movie that we like to call Captain Marvel? I've not. I I've have. seen the headlines, and yeah. there are raves. Rave reviews. Incredible reviews. But uh, before that was lifted... Um, a lot of negative reviews for Captain Marvel, um, despite people not seeing it. Where have we seen this before? Mm. Mm. Sounds very Ghostbusters, doesn't it? Very strange. So here's what people um, think it all goes back to. Brie Larson made some remarks in an interview with Marie Claire about a week ago that some are saying are coming back to haunt her. In it, she said that press junkets for her movies have been filled by uh, white male journalists, and she's hoping that she can diversify the junkets. 
And the backlash on sites like Rotten Tomatoes, social media sites, has been really significant, with many criticizing her for using her, quote, soapbox to unfairly come out against white males. That's a woman for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, It's always amusing when you see a ton of negative reviews before anyone has ever seen the movie. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very that's interesting. Now, let me ask you this, Allie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand what she's saying is so much of media is run run by and participated by and written by white males. Mm-hmm. But if, like, Kevin and Bean wanted to interview her, mm-hmm. are we bad people for wanting to interview her because we're not? I, I, I would don't think she minorities wants... Minorities or I, women? Well, I think she wants variety. Yeah, she's just Mm -hmm. saying a bit more inclusive is what she's saying. But then you also have to think, majority of people seeing your movies are white dudes. That's probably true, too. I just don't want her to roll her eyes if we show up. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, we're uh, on the defensive, you know? Oh, here comes Kevin and Bean. Oh, listen to Bean. It's so hard being a white man. (laughs) I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. Like... (laughs) It's I'm, what I'm saying is it's time to point out how tough it is to be a white man. I hear you. I hear you. Absolutely. People don't appreciate that. We deserve mm. our time. Mm. <laughs> Guys, this uh, I I shouldn't say this story is funny to me because it's it's not funny. It's a bad situation. It's kind of funny. Unidentified man has attacked the likeness of P. Diddy at Madame Tussauds in Times Square. According to the NYPD, the suspect yelled at the Sean Combs wax figure, knocked it over, and then stomped on its head until it detached from the body. Wow. (gasps) How does yelling at it help? Well, I don't know. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? The man then fled Tussauds on foot. Um... But how? Why are you so mad at P. Diddy? That is odd. I mean, other than probably causing Biggie to die. But but does he know that that was just a wax figure? That's and that a question. He's not actually. That's a question. Okay. Do you think guy, he yelled at it and then when Diddy didn't respond, he got even more mad? Probably. Why yeah. aren't you answering me, that man? Guy, that guy got home to his wife. He's like, I beat the s out of Diddy. You should have seen him. He didn't even react. I punched him. He was knocked out. Disturbing. Just Who disturbing. Who could do this? You guys, I, I shouldn't bring this up so close to towel talk, but it needs to be said. All right. Mattress Advisor did a study. They found that men wait 11 days to change their sheets after they've been sexed in. You know what I'm saying? Well, sex I happened. I don't think you a... walked around it at okay. all. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> know what I'm saying? After boning happens. Okay. Women tend to wait four days. Here's the thing. Uh, in general, men admitted that they only change their sheets every 45 days. Oh, oh the no, average no, person no, no. changes their sheets every 24 days. No, yeah, that's all bad news. But you're you're coming from a point of a married guy, correct? Sure. Uh, Here, here's the yes. thing. Those with partners reported changing their sheets more often, and married couples changed their sheets the most. Because somebody in their life cares, is what I'm saying. (laughs) And it's not the guy? I will tell you, just speaking for me, we change our sheets once a week, every week, usually every every Thursday or Friday. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's mostly because of uh, Linus. It's mostly because of whatever he's tracking into the bed. Being called his penis line. <laughs> no, but when you ha- when you have an indoor outdoor dog, he drools and whatnot. He, does and he, leaks. he leaks a little bit. I haven't seen it. <laughs> so yeah, 
like every six or seven days, we're changing our sheets for sure. Forty-five days, though. Forty-five. I can't even days. imagine how. Uh, imagine how few washcloths that dude has. Oh God! <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> oh, some birthday sheets. For what's you. up tomorrow? For sure. Honestly, for- sheets. What's up is probably yeah. a thing. I I do believe like single guys probably change their sheets. Nowhere near as regularly as as I would hope. I remember would. in college, I would have friends who were like, "Oh yeah, that's pizza." Like if there was like old oh, cheese stains, no. on it, I was like, oh, "How have you not man. taken that off?" Oh. When you see the pizza, don't you go? That needs to be clean. I would assume. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't uh, my bed, so I was thrilled to just walk out. But I'm saying, for my life, I was cleaning it a lot, I feel. I don't think we want to know about Stankass, though. Let's not even ask him. Mr. Stankass. Do you even put sheets on your bed, or is that too much work, Kevin? (laughs) How dare you? You just can't sleep on the box springs. You just spray a sheet right into your (laughs) b-hole? No, he sits on it. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Cindy Crawford, Miles Teller, Charles Barkley. How's Taco Bell going to make money off of that? Trevor Noah, Rihanna, and Chelsea Peretti, and that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. Well, it I, seems to be changing hourly. I'm here for you then. On this particular story. For people who know, they should, unless you've been literally living under a rock. Uh, the Empire actor and R&B singer Jesse Smollett had told Chicago police last month that two dudes physically attacked him in what appeared to be a hate crime. They had yelled slurs at him. They uh, reportedly or not reportedly, can't get that answer, were wearing red hats, uh, MAGA stuff, you know, telling them to get out of there. Now, every oh, minute... Such a big liar. Right. And and I, I don't want to ever say, I told you so in this. That's like a total nightmare for me. But us in the show, I immediately was like, this is a very weird story. Yeah, you... It's not that you doubted the story. It's that you know there's parts missing. Yeah, or something. And I didn't understand. It didn't feel right. And also, uh, he had said there was a rope around his neck, and and he was uh, bleach was thrown on him. And I, I, I didn't. Wa- no one ever wants to doubt that. Right. Of you, course. Yeah. I mean, it's not. If your if your instinct is to doubt those stories, I think you're a pos. I, I don't think you're a good person. I thought shouting "This is MAGA country in Chicago" right was funny, <laughs> but <laughs> I just think. Listen, we don't. You don't. Any any victim that is either telling the truth or falsifying the report, I, I think we should at least give it a second to see what happens. Yeah, oh, for sure. And unfortunately, the seconds that we've given him uh, have been quite a nightmare. It appears a lot of people, including the Chicago police, leaking out mm-hmm. that they believe that this has been completely orchestrated by Jesse Smollett, uh, incorporating two Nigerian brothers who he... Kn- By the way, Jesse Smollett's the first guy to ever actually scam Nigerians. <laughs> <laughs> not Congrats. The other, yeah, not the other way around. Uh, By the way, Jensen, let me co-sign to what you're saying is that yeah. we all, our tendency, our default position is to believe the victim. Yes. I, I hope remember, so. I hope so for you. And it should be, right. Yeah. But I do remember that there were some people who were very right-wing who took this as a political attack on them and their beliefs at the beginning who one hour after the report yeah. We're online saying there's this is absolutely a lie. There's no way this happened. This is fabricated. And I think we all kind of thought they that was a bad look for them. Yeah, I just don't think it's... To I mean, not listen, give it some time I to play out. But they, they it looks like they've turned out to be right. And, I think they have a point. I think the point is, is, is if you are a Trump supporter and you're not mm-hmm. out there beating people up in hate crime and someone's saying that Trump supporters are doing that, yeah. I think that is an attack on your... On your people. I, and you're, you're owed an apology, I think. I believe that's true. By a lot of people. My thing is, is maybe give him a second to find out if he's lying. But anyway, right. we don't know. Everything is sort of up in the air. I, I, we're going to listen to some clips. This is uh, what's going on with Smollett sticking to his story, no matter what proof is shown that it's not true. 
Empire actor Jussie Smollett is sticking to his story, claiming he was the victim of a racist and homophobic assault last month. But now, two Nigerian brothers who police arrested and then released without charging them are telling authorities a story that is different than what Smollett reported to police. I mean, what he, they're saying is that he had sent himself a letter mm-hmm. at the Empire set, which looked like, you know, the Big Lebowski ransom note where you, like, cut mm-hmm. out letters from mm-hmm. magazines and, and basically was threatening him. He believes the reaction to that letter wasn't good enough, quote-unquote, and so now he's escalated the situation. But why? Why I don't know. I don't in the know. beginning did he want this kind of attention on himself? I have no Why idea. did he want people to think that he was the victim of a racist homophobic attack? I don't understand how that makes anything better for anybody, for, including him. For people who are media nerds like Bean and I are, you would remember Morton Downey Jr., who was a mm-hmm. TV talk show host mm-hmm. who needed more attention. He thought his show was ending, so he faked a Nazi attack in an airport bathroom and was so stupid about it, he put the swastika on backwards because he was looking in the mirror. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, here's this is the explanation of the crime if for somehow you don't know a celebrated young actor regarding a friend that was assaulted and battered he's supposed to be well known the noose was placed over the friend's neck a heinous crime but was it staged according to a chicago police source authorities are now investigating that very question just four weeks after empire star jussie smollett first described a racist homophobic attack that shocked the country now this is what i want to focus on and i think this is the the, the, the clips will play out fully okay Listening to Jesse Smollett double down on it is so shocking and alarming in a way that I almost I can't believe he's lying. It, it's so weird to hear someone. It feels like every. But what are his options? Con- I don't know. I think rehab or, you know, the old celebrity stupidity of being like, I'm going to rehab. Like, I, it's the exact opposite. Listen to this. I mean, I see the uh, attacker uh, masked and. He said, this MAGA country punches me right in the face. I mean, okay. And then again, he doubles down again. And just days after Smollett went public with new details. I noticed the rope around my neck and I started screaming. And I said, there's a rope around my neck. Saying he was, quote, pissed off that some people didn't believe him. How do you not believe that? It's the truth. I I saw that interview on, uh, it was Good Morning America, I think is where he spoke. Mm -hmm. And the one line that, like you say, you can't believe the guy is saying it out loud if it's not true. Like, it was hard to imagine that he he was acting. Yeah. But what he said this. Um, there, are, there are real <laughs> definite lines that you do not cross. Um, obviously, everybody's, you know, trying to get ratings, trying to get noticed, trying to be this and that. But there are lines that you just don't cross, and that's one of them. I mean, that's just believable. Yeah. I, no, that sounds pretty strict. He's a great actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Where are we all as, where are we standing on this? Because it clearly seems fake. But also, how does this end? Yeah. Well, it has to end with the police charging him for making a false police report and him losing his job on Empire and going up on charges. I mean, whether he admits or not that the thing was a lie, all evidence points to the thing was a lie. Yeah. It's just. Here's my whole thing with it is that we have to believe people who claim this stuff. Yes. We have to. Have to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unless you want to be a a bad, cynical person. So, on behalf of all of the actual victims. Yeah. This guy should go down hard yeah, because yeah. he ruins it for them. He ruins it, it for people. He who did are a the, huge disservice. Yes, and the next person that comes forward mm-hmm. and yeah. tells their story, they're going to be a little bit doubted, and it's his fault. Everybody yeah. from this point on will have a term now. 
when they come out with a hate crime, is he Smolletting or whatever? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jesse Smollett. Is gonna, his name is going to come up in every possible hate crime that's reported now. And to me, that's going to be the biggest disservice long term because the faking of hate crimes is not a very large thing. That's not a, it's not happening all over the world. Right, right. So this now will become the standard, and that's the biggest issue. Now, and I think it, I think it'll have to be determined down the road if he has some sort of mental issue that caused him to do this, yeah. or if he was just a celebrity just starved for attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the motivation, I think, is going to be the toughest thing for us to crack. Apparently, um, according to Variety, if you falsify a police report, the charge is a class four felony in Illinois, carries a potential sentence of one to three years in prison. Not to mention the unbelievable disservice he did to future victims. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, I'm not watching Empire anymore. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So a couple of days ago, I announced to the guys that I have been given a great deal of thought to getting my first ever tattoo. Yep. Um, I would say that I'm older than the average person to get it. I'm just now 70, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Most people, I think, have gotten their tattoos by the time they're 70, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, because your skin comes right off the bone. Well, that was, that's kind of one of my concerns, by the way. One of the things I've thought about is if you get a tattoo at 19, like a lot of people, what does it look like 50 years later? I don't have to worry about well, to that. To get it right before death like you're doing, that <laughs> saves the problem. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is you get it near the You'll end. You'll have to care like for a year. <laughs> so I have asked around, and I'm very lucky that I have friends with tattoos, like Jensen, mm-hmm. for instance, who has, what, over 20, right? Yeah, I have over, yeah, about 20. And I've been asking you for some advice, and you said, look, uh, you can listen to me all you want, but why don't you talk to my guy, Louis Perez? He's yeah. the guy you ought to be talking about if you've got some concerns about getting your first ever tattoo. And he is on the phone right now. Louis is a tattoo artist, among other places, at the Shamrock Social Club in Hollywood and Tip Top ta- Tattoo in the OC. Hey, Louis, welcome to the Kevin Amin Show. How are you? Hey, how you doing? You must deal with a lot of first-timers, I would imagine, in your job, right? I've taken some tattoo virginity in my time, yes, I would agree. <laughs> and uh, and uh, d- describe that for me. What are they most afraid of, and how do you put them put them at ease for the first time? Because, you know, nobody has any idea what to expect when that needle gets going. I mean, you just you anticipate the worst pain you've ever felt in your life. De- definitely. I, I, I feel like the fear of the permanence sets in more than the pain. And and then, you know, the, uh, the, the typical fight or flight kicks in where somebody is just like, afraid to jump out of the plane and yeah. that you kind of got to talk them off the roof a little bit and uh <laughs> it, once they get into that mode forget it they're either going to turn green and pass out before the needle even hits them or they just go for it how many people turn around and leave not a lot of people i think they'll either you know pee themselves or puke before that if I end up going with the, your shop, Louie, there is going to be a cleanup on aisle seven. I'm, I'm kind of warning you right now. Uh, well, good, good to look at. I'll make sure to foist you to somebody else. Now, have you, uh, Bean, I'm sorry, have you ahead. looked at his Instagram? It's yes. Louie underscore Perez underscore three. Yes. You do 
absolutely stunning work, Louis. Beautiful work. Thank you so much. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> he literally is. I've had tattoos from a lot of different people mm-hmm. and almost everyone at the shop, but he works at Shamrock on Sunset. But I think he can do every style. He also has a, a very soft hand and a good, you know, I don't know if it's bedside. I don't think he's ever tattooed me next to a bed. But he has great demeanor right. either way. Uh, and so, Thanks. Louis, do people ever start, like, say, for example, Bean gets this queen tattoo and near the halfway he feels too much pain. Do people ever just leave halfway through? Um, not really. Well, I guess, yeah, essentially you could do it in sections, but I'd like to get the outline done. So I usually just try and talk them through at least getting through the outline part. Most mm-hmm. people can take it, but, um, yeah, some days you're just kind of sensitive. You're not feeling it, you know. And right. Then you, you want to take a break, you know, come back at the shading later. Basically, the essential outline should get set in first. And well, Louie knows that this is not Queen the band. Right. This is the actual <laughs> or, Queen or Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth or right? Queen Latifah. Yeah. Right. It's none of those. <laughs> hey, Louis, uh, Bean is concerned that his skin looks like string cheese. <laughs> and he's wondering if that causes any sort of problem as far as his skin. The queen you is going to look know, janky. We, we, we are a narcissistic society, and I'd say that, you know, most tattoos are going to change as much as our bodies do in 10 years. So if you're already at that apex of your life, it's going to look good throughout your lifespan at this point. All right. All right. Okay. Now, but but uh, Jensen put it as string cheese. What my wife said <laughs> was that I look like a veal calf. And like this, <laughs> there's no muscle, Louis. Zero <laughs> muscle. I mean, it's like they just took the skin off the body and just laid it on a table for you. Um, that, oh, wow. You don't anticipate any problems with something like that, do you? No, we might want to hit that gym, mon frere. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, more, of a, that's can, more of a health thing, not a tattoo. Can you, yeah. ta- can you tattoo bone? <laughs> oh, no, no. That sounds more like chiseling. Oh, All right, what, about, um, what about Queen Elizabeth? What about should he do color or so, black and white? So I did send Louie okay. the picture that Bean is working with most closely right now. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a yes. side profile of the queen. I think like, it's like on the money. It is right up Louis' alley as far as what kind of tattoos he normally does uh-huh. in portrait style. What did you think? You did not tell me. I said to make sure not to tell me what you think. But what, where are we with that picture I sent you? I, I would say you're only as good as your reference, and this is a very high-definition photo. I, I think this is ideal if you were going to do a portrait tattoo. It's, oh, it's, the shadows right. are clear. The shape is good. Um, I, I think it would be great, actually. This is a good one. You know, some Louis, people this bring is... in stuff that they don't have. You know, they've only got, like, one or two pictures of their loved ones, and you're left with a lot of embellishment. You know, this right. one's perfect. Awesome. And I wanted to ask you about that. How how does that work? I mean, you do you do you just freestyle it next to the photo or something, or how no, do you, you create how do you, a pattern? Which you do. which means you 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 draw a pattern or, or or trace, however you want to call it, and then you transfer it on. So you have a lot of uh, times to opt out and freak out and. <laughs> and he, and they, put it, they put it on your arm as a transfer before. It's, it's mostly just an outline. The, sh- the shading is really what people like Louis kill at. But but when it's on your arm, you see where it's placed. You see everything before. How big it is. Yeah, How big it is. Yeah. goes into it. Yeah. All right. The one question I had about that photo, Louis, and we'll post it up on uh, the Kevin and Bean social so people can see the one that I'm leaning toward right now, is that what, part of the reason that photograph of the queen is so striking is it has a black background. Right. Jensen tells me that when they start, when you start filling in an all black section, that's it when it that's when it hurts a lot. That's when it gets bad. 
Right. Well, I, I'm not sure you need the black. It's really up to do, you if you wanted to just kind of lightly shade it off the edge. That or you is just want to racist. Do a very thin line around it. <laughs> You're the that racist bean. So I, racist. I think you were hinting to the idea that you would blackface your whole body in order for this tattoo <laughs> to look good. That's, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Inappropriate. Oh, so you could shade. that much time to do that. You could shade around Her Majesty then without creating a big black background. Right, or, or oh, even okay. just a thin illustrative line that would give the idea that that was there. Okay. Have you done many people like our friend Travis Barker, who, believe it or not, the last time he was in on our show, got a tattoo during the interview, and he's at the point now where he just puts tattoos on top of tattoos because he's run out of skin. Do you have guys like that that are clients? Yeah, I've definitely gone over other tattoos for sure. I well, sure hope Bean turns out to be that guy. Where he gets be, one and then he just gets yes. stuck on it. He just keeps going back and back and back. He gets and back. the whole royal family. That would hey, be great. Hey, Louie, have you ever done a Queen Elizabeth tattoo? Uh, uh, in, in the biblical sense? That, that, <laughs> that just turned weird. <laughs> I, I, now I know Louie's my man. I'm not even positive I understand that. Are you boning someone's arm? I'm very confused. Tattoo artists do it weird, guys. <laughs> I've definitely tattooed some sort of... Uh, royalty kind okay. of characters on other people. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, can I ask one more thing? Yeah. How right long time. how long would something like that take? It really depends on the, on the size and the complexity of where you're putting it on the body. Some some areas require a little more time because when you bend it stretches more. If you do it on like the ribs, you know, the size doubles when you actually have to tattoo it. Oh wow. We we were out. thinking uh taint, Louie. <laughs> Louie, not rough. again. That's I'm rough. sorry. <laughs> <handling> <laughs> <fee> for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give out your uh, information where people can find your work, Louie. Thanks. Um, I'm on Instagram, Louie underscore Perez underscore three, and I'm located at Tip Top Tattoo in Fullerton, Shamrock Social Club, and I sing for Manic Hispanic, the Volturas, and LP3 and the Tragedy. Busy man. He's not in enough bands. Right? Busy man. All right. Great to talk to you. I'm sure we'll talk again. Thanks for the time, sir. Thanks, guys. Take, Take care. You. Bye. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K Rock. Let me tell you guys why I love Ali so much. Okay. Oh. We might be the only morning show in America that hasn't talked about a Kardashian being cheated on this morning. Yay! We might be the only one. Yeah. And I think that's to uh that's to Ali's credit. Yeah. Agreed. So let's see what else is going on and what's happening on this Wednesday. Well, not sure if you heard about this, but Khloe Kardashian. Oh. No. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I, I just I made that a, a standing rule. Unless mm-hmm. there's a bigger, huge story that incorporates other people that's like groundbreaking. Yeah. No need for Kardashian news. Good ever. with that. Ever. Good with that. You can get that anywhere else. Absolutely. But I mean, what about the novelty of an NBA player cheating on his wife, though? What about that? We've That's heard it all crazy. now. It's crazy. No so we were talking about Jesse Smollett earlier and just how every minute it's something else. And then we heard, okay, well, they're, they're cutting down all of his screen time. Eventually, he'll be cut out of the show. Who knows? This is a tweet from 18 minutes ago from 20th Century Fox. Jesse Smollett continues to be a consummate professional on set. And as we have previously stated, he is not being written out of the show. Yet. It doesn't say yet, oh, but you, you yet. can imply that. You sure okay. can, whatever you need to do. But I mean, at some point, they're going to have to make a decision one way or the other, right? Yeah. yeah. I, this story will change five more times by tonight. Yeah. It's just, it's insanity. 
And uh, a little more Ryan Adams news. We talked about it last week when seven women accused Ryan Adams of misconduct and abuse, including his ex-wife, Manny Moore, singer-songwriter Phoebe Bridgers, and then a really concerning uh, whole situation with a young girl named Ava, who was 14 at the time that she striked up an online conversation with Ryan Adams that turned into phone sex, that turned into Skype calls where he was exposing himself The FBI has since opened an investigation into the claim, but there's now a a, a guy that was his guitarist, Todd Weisenbaker, who has sent out a release and he said, there were times when I chose to believe his insane version of the truth because it was easier than believing anyone is capable of being this much of a monster. It's sickening. It's embarrassing. He then goes on to talk about how he tried to get him help before and it just didn't work out. But he said, I didn't want to say anything because I'm actively afraid for the safety of my family. But I do realize that I have a responsibility to speak up. The women that spoke out are brave beyond words. So I don't know what's going to become of that whole situation. But yeah, 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 I believe he's canceled. Brian Adams. Yeah. As a human. Yeah, I think. Okay. All right. You guys, Ozzy Osbourne's health is improving, but he's still not well enough to perform. He's already postponed all his European tour dates, and then Sharon Osbourne took to Twitter to announce that he has to cancel dates including Australia, New Zealand, and Japan. His doctors have advised him that he needs to stay at home to recuperate for a full six weeks. This is all, you know, complications from the flu. He was in the ICU. It got, like, really, really serious. They said his coughing was so intense, he ruptured a blood vessel in his eye. What? For coughing? Yeah. Oh, have you ever seen people that had bronchitis so bad that coughing so much, all of a sudden their whole eye is just blood? No. Oh, it's crazy. Wow. You've never heard of that? No. No, really? No. I've, oh. I've seen that. That's, okay. that's that's a bad look. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> people get black and blue marks from coughing, which is always crazy. Like, it's so intense. It's like leaving marks. Oh, jeez. Or in the ribs? Yeah. Ugh. And I'll tell you what, uh, he had what? He had pneumonia or the flu? What did he have? Uh, it was complications from the flu, which I believe would then turn into pneumonia yeah. for a lot of people. It is shocking to me in the 21st century how many people, not just in America, but in California, die of the flu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shocking. I mean, you yeah. think of it as something like, oh, everybody gets it and it lasts three or four days and then you're fine. You're back to work. A lot of people, not a lot, obviously, a small a relative percentage, but it ends up to be a, a fair number of people die from the flu every year. Mostly the olds. But it's very scary. You can't just write that off as being nothing. Yeah. He's had a a bad run of things. Remember, at the end of last year, he had to um, let go of a bunch of shows because he got a manicure and something happened. He got an infection in his thumb. And then that spread to his whole hand. And He may not have treated his body well throughout the years. Okay, okay. So I think right now it's going F you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or do you think his body, when he announced that he was doing the No More Tours 2 tour, that his body was like, you've done this tour eight times. All right, old man, take a seat. We have to make your eyes bloody. Remember how frail he looked? 20 years ago when he was doing that reality show. It is yeah, he crazy. did. Mm-hmm. Like how, and then how did he go on the road with Black Sabbath for that whole final tour and no, then another then tour? He, but then he was clean for a while mm-hmm. and I remember seeing him in that little window and he was, he looked strong and mm-hmm. vibrant and was amazing. Yeah. Okay. After the reality show. Wow. Well, it's crazy. Fingers it crossed. We can't lose Ozzy, you no, guys. No, no, no. Agreed. 
Um, and I would like to thank an emailer that emailed me to alert me of, quite frankly, a holiday I didn't know existed. And I can't believe what I've done until now, not knowing it okay. existed. I could have been celebrating this every February 20th. You guys ready for what the holiday yeah, is? Yeah, February no 20th. That's yeah. today. Today is National Hootie Hoo Day. What? Celebrated That's every a- year on February 20th. It's designed to help people overcome the wintertime blues, prepare them for the coming of spring. No! Might sound like it's a made-up holiday, and I say that's because it is. A guy named Thomas Roy made it up when he found out you could basically make up your own holidays. He's made up about 80 of them. Well, do we have to well, honor them? I will tell you why we're going to honor it, because A, hootie who, right? Right. Okay. Come on. That's Mark, A. Mark and Brian, hootie who. Right. Remember? Good times. Sure. The main custom of the holiday is you go out on February 20th at noon, raise your hands over your head, and you yell, hootie-hoo, for the whole world to hear. What a release. No, right? do, do we need <laughs> all of that? Go ahead, Kevin. Nope. Put your hands over your head and I, yell, This guy needs to be put down. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is just ridiculous. Do it. Do it, Kevin. Hootie-hoo! Right? How good did that feel? Really not great. Then your hands weren't Need over your check. head. So, do it again. Yeah. Do it one more time. Oh, hands shut over your up, head. all of you. Hands over your head. I already Come did it. No, you already your pulling hands. it. Do it. What, do you want to feel like winter? Come on. Come on. Do it. I like winter. All right. Well, you should still do it. Who are you, mother effer? Yeah, one more. Just one more nope. for the kids. Not doing it. One more. I'm not doing it. All right. Well, thank you to James <laughs> James DeLapa, who uh, emailed me about this this holiday that, quite frankly, I'm just glad I got it in by the end of the show because now we know at noon what we're doing. Raising our hands and yelling, who do Like we just don't care. Wow. What are you guys doing Friday? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Some birthdays Move on. for you. Anything else? We've got... Rihanna, Trevor Noah, Chelsea Peretti, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Charles Barkley. Yep. Right. Yeah. You know what's terrible? Haters with no swag crumple y'all up like a paper bag. Right. Crunch. Mm. How come ding dongs look like hockey pucks? Let's get dangerous. Dark Queen Duck. Barkley. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, ladies and gentlemen, the great wow. GM for show right there. Wow. Would you would you say that's a bop? Mm, that's close. I <laughs> yeah. think it's more of a banger. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <it's> <laughs> yeah, and happy birthday to Miles Teller, the Miles Man, and Cindy Crawford. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. You drive home today. Listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. A random act of helpfulness to me. SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show on Thursdays. We do get up on this with Jensen. Uh, we also have Cal Penn. Coming yes. into the studio. The best. Love him so much. And Stephen Merchant. Wow. Is also going to be in studio day. tomorrow, yeah. right? So that is all uh, tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.